Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hi there, welcome to the program. My name is Shola Adio. Welcome to episode 25 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I am sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of faith, confession, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start. Please make this a daily prayer. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 and 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that you will speak to your people to your precious people through my vocal cords today directly into their hearts cause me to speak with power with accuracy and with strength in the name of jesus so that your name will be glorified and so that miracles will be born in the lives of your people so that boldness and revelation will dawn upon the hearts of your people for them to step forward and take steps that are directed by the holy spirit to walk into their miracles in the name of jesus christ amen last episode i answered the question that many people uh, usually ask me that why hasn't anyone come and that's episode 24 if you have not listened to episode 24 you need to grab a download of it off my website that at uh, www.breakingsoulties.com www.breakingsoulties.com um today i want to answer another question and um i'll i'll read that question out to you which is no one has ever come uh to ask me uh, for a relationship and all the rest um, over the last few years i don't know any single or eligible person in my immediate circle how do i get my spouse to meet me or how do i find my spouse so i'm going to answer that question um today and i'll be sharing with you a number of uh, principles and scriptures that will help you uh to overcome this mental barrier now the first thing i want to share with you you will find in proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 which is your mentality now you see your mentality um has a lot to do with what happens to your life the bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart so is he that's in proverbs 23 verse 7 and if you go to genesis chapter 11 verse 6 god said that nothing that these guys have imagined shall be restrained from happening unto them and you see when and why did God have to say that? God said that because he saw these people building a tower. The people of Babel, they were building a tower. They said they wanted to build a tower that would reach up into heaven. And God decided, he said, let us go down and scatter their language so that they would not be able to build this tower. And then he said that um, because nothing that these guys have imagined 
will be restrained from happening unto them. Now, let us analyze Genesis 11.6 very closely. And you begin to see that a lot of times we transfer the responsibility of our miracles to God, not knowing the part that we ourselves play in the things that happen to us in life. Because many people just think that, oh, okay, when something bad happens, then it was God who made it happen. Then when something good happened, it was also God who made it happen. And they had nothing, nothing at all to do with the process. No, you are wrong. And I'll show it to you from Genesis 11.6. Now, these guys are going to build a tower. Now, seriously, what could have stopped God from God just blowing over that tower? And that tower just crumbled down and then God just walked away. I thought God was a sovereign and supreme God that can do anything and undo as he likes without even considering that you exist as a human being. I thought God was that powerful. So why was God now going through the back door to now say that let us scatter their language so that they will not understand themselves so that they will not be able to build the tower. And then God gave the reason why he wanted to scatter their language. He said because nothing that they have imagined can ever restrain, be restrained from them. So what God is saying, if you think very well through the scripture, what God is saying is that as long as these people have it on their heart that they are going to build that tower, that he himself cannot stop them from building that tower. The God is saying that even me, myself, God, cannot restrain these people from building this tower. So the only way I can stop that process is to tamper with their thinking and tamper with their communication system such that they will not be able to adequately communicate images of progress and images of success to themselves. So that is what God had to do. God had to tamper with the images in their heart and tamper with their communication system so that they will not be able to work in unity and they will not be able to communicate the pictures of how they will build that tower onto themselves. And that was what God had to do. And why did God go through the back door? Because God said that nothing that these guys ever imagined can be restrained from them. So when I hear people say things like, uh, you know, that Satan is too powerful for me, that it is Satan that is uh, stopping me, no, you are ignorant. Because God even said that even me, God, cannot restrain from happening to you whatsoever you imagine. And if God cannot stop something from happening to you that you are thinking, who is Satan in the equation? Satan cannot stop anything from happening to you that you have imagined. Because even God said that he himself cannot restrain anything from happening to you that you have imagined. So you see that what you imagine carries a lot of weight in the realm of the spirit. So if you imagine that your life will always be filled with misfortune, there is nothing God can do about stopping that misfortune from coming your way. And then the bad part of it is that you now turn around to blame God for what you are imagining and for what is, has been happening unto you, which is a lie. In fact, one day I was just meditating today and just came up with this statement. I said, I hate Satan. I hate him. And this is the reason why I hate Satan. Satan will move you to use your mouth to invite tragedy into your life and then turn around to now tap you and then whisper into your ears and say that God was to blame and that God is the one who hates you and that's why you have not been able to meet anybody to marry you. And you see, so you see that Satan is pulling the strings through the weapon of deceit. Even Satan doesn't have power but is using deceit, is using deceit to plant wrong images into your mind. You are buying those wrong images 
images you are speaking those wrong images those wrong images are playing out in your outward life and then you are turning around to blame god for your misfortune and you are saying that why did god let this happen to you but meanwhile you are not paying attention to the thoughts that you are thinking you are not paying attention to the wrong words that you are speaking and prophesying over your life because the bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue so you see your mentality has a lot to do with where you are today your mentality says that nobody has ever come and nobody ever comes that is your mentality is nothing to do with god is even nothing to do with satan but satan is going to deceive you and make you think it will make you think and deceive you that god is the one orchestrating the tragedy and the blockade in your life but meanwhile you are not ready to accept responsibility for the way that you think god said that nothing that you imagine can be restrained from happening to you if god says that he cannot stop what you imagine from happening to you then just know that what you imagine is a very powerful situation is a very powerful process and you need to check what you are imagining you need to put a check on your mentality now i've you know giving you a, a quick sermon now about how you think and what your mentality is but let's go into uh the gist of the of the teaching today now the first thing i want to talk about when addressing your mentality one of the things i will help you if you have a pen write this down number one uh write about uh make uh five like make five lines available on your note and on line one just write number one god has already provided the person so that's the first mentality i want you to embrace god has already provided the person the scripture for that you're going to find in ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 it says blessed be the god and the father of our lord jesus christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ jesus now let me tell you something about this scripture this statement was made far before you are born the decision for god to bless you with all blessings was made before you are born so now it is not possible for god to now renege on something that he has already done now it is this is not god promising to bless you this is god saying that he has already blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ jesus so when i hear stuff like um you know when people pray and then I hear some religious statements by, you know, certain churches, you know, back home in Nigeria, they say stuff like, uh, uh, God will, God will answer your prayer or God will listen to your prayers. Those religious statements are wrong. I, I, I think I can say it best in my local language in Yoruba. They say stuff like, now that is a very wrong statement, very wrong because what you are praying for, God has already granted it in the realm of the spirit long before you are born. We are not trying to beg God to make a decision to bless us. He has already blessed us. So this is what the scripture says. If your mentality is contrary to this scripture, then you are on the wrong path god has already blessed me with everything that i ever desire he has blessed me with my spouse he has blessed me with children he has blessed me with finances he has blessed me with favor all these decisions have been made ever before i was born blessed be the god 
and the father of our lord jesus christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ jesus so based on the scriptures you can begin to make confessions like oh lord i thank you because i know that you have already provided my spouse lord i thank you because i am already blessed with my spouse so you are not trying to beg god to come and bless you with your spouse you are not trying to make god to decide whether you are a good boy or a bad boy so that he can bless you with your spouse no he has already blessed you with your spouse in spite of your performance and if your performance is contrary that i mean god already saw it right from the beginning he's already blessed you in spite of your performance if your performance is wrong then it's time for you to come under the righteousness of god and the grace of god and let the grace of god walk through your life so that you can produce i mean so that you can walk in holiness and all the rest but the decision for god to bless you was already made before you were born is not tied to your performance but is tied to the performance of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. I'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Now, so that was number one that we dealt with. And number one is God has already provided the person. So stop wondering whether God will answer you or not. He has already done it. The Bible says, who hath blessed us? The scriptures are more powerful and are more authentic than the belief system of the pastors or teachers telling you that God is waiting for you to do something that God is, you know, that, um, you know, God is not going to decide um, on your case until you do certain things or somebody is saying that okay until you put money down that god is not going to bless you no 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 no. the decision has already been made to bless you it has already been made to bless you god already made that decision to bless you and all your blessings already exist he says he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ jesus so what's the purpose of prayer and faith the purpose of prayer and faith is to pull those blessings down from the spirit realm into the physical realm into the realm of manifestation into the realm of tangibility that's why the bible says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for so you see those things hoped for are the things that you have already been blessed with in christ jesus and what your faith is doing is translating those things from the spirit realm into the physical realm and that's why the bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight so you need to walk in that mentality that god has already provided your spouse you need to walk in that spiritual reality that your spouse already exists you are not like the man on the street who does not believe anything like thomas who doesn't believe anything until he sees it no he already exists he is already existing so it's not like um you're, you're trying to beg god to decide no he's already made that decision even before you were born over two thousand years ago that you are blessed you understand you get it yeah so let's move on now number two that i want you to write down on line number two is that god is not angry with us god is not angry with us now i hear a lot of wrong things you know when i speak with people you know stuff like you know when something you know like maybe when something goes wrong in their lives 
then they say that god must have been angry with me for this thing to have happened in my life or maybe they, they you, you try to reach out for something and it didn't come through and then you now come up with this wrong mentality that god must have been angry with me for this to have happened now let me blow that mentality away and crush it forever let's go to colossians chapter 2 colossians chapter 2 verses 13 to 15 he says and you being dead in your sins now he's talking about me he's talking about you he says and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh as he quickened together with him with him that means christ jesus with christ jesus having forgiven you all trespasses now when he says all it means all now this statement was written also before you were born so if god is saying that he has forgiven you all trespasses it means that he has forgiven you all the trespasses you will ever trespass in your entire lifetime do you get it all it didn't say the ones you did oh, before you got born again it didn't say the ones you did oh, yesterday he says all trespasses so i want you to say with me god has forgiven me all my trespasses the ones you committed five years ago ten years ago today and the ones you will commit in ten years time all of them have been forgiven then let's go on he says blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us so there are some things that can attract handwriting of ordinances what's the handwriting of an ordinance it means that you did something somebody wrote what you did down so that a punishment can be exacted against you by men in the future but the bible is saying here that jesus christ has blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us which was contrary to us and he took it out of the way nailing it to his cross and having spoiled principalities and powers he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it look this scripture is powerful colossians chapter 2 verses 13 to 15 god is not angry with us god has forgiven us of all our trespasses so in the name of jesus christ god is not holding anything back that is a blessing to me because he has already forgiven me of all my trespasses all my trespasses are forgiven the handwriting of ordinances that was against me have been blotted out with the blood of jesus god is at peace with me god is not angry with me oh yes god is not angry with me the blood of jesus has wiped out every sin that is written and recorded against me no handwriting of ordinance is recorded against me anymore every handwriting of ordinance that was recorded against me is now taken out of the way nailed to the cross of jesus christ so god is not angry with me so when i hear christians say stuff to me like hey, well um i've been believing god for five years and it hasn't happened then it means god is angry with me no 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 no, no. you are talking like a baby it's only babies that talk like that when you get into the milk of the scriptures colossians 2 13 to 15 god is not angry with you daniel prayed one time and as soon as he prayed the angel came through with the answer then 
another time daniel prayed again but when he prayed the answer did not come through and do you know what he began to do he began to fast and he began to pray and he began to wait upon the lord and he was praying he was fasting waiting upon the lord and in about 21 to 24 days the angel turned up with the answer and then the angel said something the angel said as soon as you prayed god gave the answer so you see that the first prayer was not different from the second prayer and god's response to the first prayer was not different to his response to the second prayer but what made up the difference in the number of days that the manifestation took what made up the difference was what the angel said to daniel he said look god gave the answer as soon as you prayed but when i was coming with the answer i was withheld by the prince of Persia until angel michael came along to fight the prince of Persia, and i was able to come through to you now that fight lasted 21 days in the realm of the natural do you understand so it means that when there is a delay you are battling against the kingdom of darkness and that is the time for you to enforce your demand with words enforce your demand with words enforce your demand in spiritual warfare and prayer so that your answer can come through to you do you understand it's nothing to do with god being angry with you it is a wrong teaching that satan injected into the body of christ and many top pastors and teachers are buying it and pushing it down to the people that if there is a delay in something that comes to you then it must mean that god is angry with you no it is a lie god is not angry with you he has forgiven you all your trespasses he has blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against you you need to claim it you need to receive it you need to embrace it and do away with that mentality that god is angry with you and begin to address the enemy and command him to get off what belongs to you in the name of jesus christ i have prepared five points but it looks like we might be only uh taking uh, three points the way we are going and we'll take the remaining two next week now the third point i want you to write down number three is that god is not experiencing a shortage of people who meet your reasonable expectations and the scripture for that is ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 it says now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in, that worketh in us now i hear stuff like um uh, all the men uh, even christians uh, i mean i hear stuff especially from sisters in church that they say stuff like uh, even the brothers in church don't want to have a relationship with you until marriage except they sleep with you so we cannot find any good man in church anymore that all of them want sex before marriage now I know that that is a trend that is going on in church, especially in my home country, my native country, Nigeria. That is happening oha in church. I mean, the men have gone gaga. Even so-called Christian men in church have fallen below expectations and they are you know they are um they, they, they are stalking um, let me not say stalking but they are placing demands on sisters for sexual activity before um before even coming to the point of discussing a marriage or a relationship and that is wrong that is not right and uh, uh that is bad behavior from brothers i um, I don't subscribe to this behavior. But then, now, this also now affects the mentality of sisters in church who now begin to think that where will God find a man for me that will not 
make such silly demands of sexual activity on me before marriage now the bible says that god is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh in us now the power that worketh in you is the power of the holy ghost and how do you activate the power of the holy ghost you activate the power of the holy ghost by praying in tongues now i say it again and i'm always say it if you don't pray in tongues you come out out short in this situation here oh yes if you don't pray in tongues you come out short if you don't pray in tongues find a church that believes in praying in tongues get them to pray for you to receive the baptism of the holy spirit cut out your pride cut out your arrogance go and seek the baptism of the holy spirit and you will not regret that you ever did so and look as you pray in tongues and you activate the power of god now what you begin to see is that you begin to see that as you believe god for things as you believe god for blessings will you begin to discover that what god brings your way will always exceed your expectations i've been married for 19 years and i tell you that i can i can boldly and declare i can boldly declare that the wife i married exceeded my expectations seriously she has exceeded far exceeded my expectations i say it to her and you know the funny thing is that she also says it to me that i have exceeded our expectations so you see god is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can ask or think oh yes even today i was tweeting about my daughter and you know we believe god for our daughter for nine whopping years nine years and you see in those nine years I just said, Lord, just give me a daughter. Just give me a son. Give me a daughter. Actually, I wanted a daughter. So I said, Lord, give me a daughter. But you see, I didn't even place demands on, you know, she must be this, she must be that, she must be this, she must be that. But guess what? She has blown our expectations. She has, um, she, she, she stopped that class for three sessions and she's a lead violinist in her school. She's scored distinctions in three violin exams. She scored a distinction in one piano exam. She scored distinctions in her, um, in, in her recorder exams. I mean, she is just phenomenal. She is just awesome she has exceeded far exceeded my expectations so the things god has brought into my life are far exceeded my expectations we will treat number four and number five when we meet next week god bless you see you guys next week i love you all bye Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD I repeat 52C7F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.